fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hold on here. I got to fix my microphone. For some reason, every day I come in here, the microphone's like loose on the mic stand and i don't know and i gotta re-screw it on there all the time now if i was again working for a unionized radio station i would not be allowed to touch this i would have to readjust this and and call somebody to do that for me because i wouldn't be allowed to touch that there we go all right i think we're ready to go welcome into the show it is a midweek celebration here on the voice reason i am andy hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in wichita kansas on our flagship radio station all over the country radio tv live streaming and podcasting Wherever you may be watching or listening, your Millennial General reporting for duty like we do every single day. Welcome aboard, and it's great to have you along for the ride. Lots of stuff to get to today. There is a lot of news. We have two interviews we're going to get to today, so bear with us as we have two different conversations. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to play an interview we did just a few hours ago with my own senator here in the great state of Kansas, but he's made national news all over the place. U.S. Senator Roger Marshall, he's been one of those up there with, like, uh, uh, Rand Paul calling out, exposing Dr. Fauci on all the shenanigans that he's doing. Uh, he's been able to expose the salary and some of the investments that Fauci has done that he said were public record but weren't necessarily public record. So he was able to expose that. He's also, in the last day or two, uh, been able to expose some of the emails that show Dr. Fauci trying to silence I kill you. Uh, silence, if you know that reference uh, in some way, shape, or form. Been able to silence the original emails talking about the COVID-19 virus coming out of the Wuhan lab in China, which really does beg the question, how much do you actually trust any government official, even if they are a health expert, quote-unquote, in some way, shape, or form, if they don't give you the right information for political reasons in one way or another? Which there is news from COVID. We'll try and get to that here in just a little bit, as apparently now the Biden administration has not yet officially announced it, but some experts out of the FDA and some of the leaders in the FDA have announced that Biden is planning on making it mandatory for annual vaccine shots against COVID-19. Finding some way to try and inoculate as many individuals as possible and making an annual shot with the COVID-19 vaccine. But he doesn't want to do it yet because right now we have the Freedom Convoy going on in Canada. We have an extremely unpopular opinion against mandated vaccines or mandated masks or anything of that sort. So how does he approach this one? I think he's kind of waiting to see if they can gain any momentum going into the midterm elections in a couple of months. So he's going to hold off on that one yet. But if he can announce it spring, summertime, when they get a little momentum, they kind of calm down their rhetoric a bit. They hope that people forget these aren't the joys you're looking for. They forget all about what happened over the last year or two, which we won't, even though we do have, you know, a really ridiculous short term, uh, short term of memory span for political issues. We tend to forget and forget and just like just lose all of it. We don't forgive. I mean, if someone says, hey, I made a mistake, I'm sorry. No, you're not. We need to demonize you, but we'll forget about it. Because there's a new flavor of the day, a new hot topical issue that we need to focus on, apparently. So he's waiting for the right time to announce it. But apparently, according to the FDA, annual shots coming our way for COVID-19. Are you ready for that one? 
That's going to be fun. Bottom of the hour, we have Billy Prempa. He's congr- We've had him on the show before. Uh, he's a congressional candidate from the state of New Jersey, and we'll chat with him about what he's doing on the campaign trail. We'll talk about Black History Month and reaching conservative values to minority communities. Are we doing a good job? How can we do better? And what can we do to win over black communities and Hispanic communities and Asian communities all over the nation and make them realize that conservative values, conser- not necessarily parties, even though we're associated with the Republican Party, but conservative principles in general are beneficial to those minority communities who have been held in servitude with debt and with government social programs and with the quote-unquote safety net. How do we reach them and how do we get them back on track and actually make them successful rather than keeping them down and then saying you're oppressed because Republicans are evil? It's been kind of the ongoing thing right now as well. Also, Hillary Clinton has officially uh, made her statement regarding the Durham investigation. I don't feel no ways tired. (laughs) I come too far from where I started from. Nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. Ah, that was the wrong clip. That was her trying to speak on Black History Month. <laughs> See what it's at? We'll get to that here in just a little bit. But first, our interview with um, uh, with U.S. Senator Roger Marshall here from the great state of Kansas. Senator, how are you, my friend? Andy, great to talk to you. And you're right. We're up here fighting for Kansans, fighting to protect our constitutional rights, fighting to uh, get masks off kids and allow people to go back to work and to live a, live their own life. So we're we're up here working hard. Yeah, getting things back up to normal. I have to say that you've really put uh, Dr. Fauci on the hot spot the last few months with uh, uh, between what he's been making with some of his investments and his salary that wasn't public knowledge that he said that it was. Uh, not to mention now with some of the emails that you've been able to disclose talking about uh, the tr- the censorship of the whole Wuhan lab incident that's happened uh, since really the beginning of the pandemic. Things are starting to unfold with this whole issue. Right, right, Andy. And this is not personal with Dr. Fauci, but he was involved in a massive cover-up. In January of 2020, scientists overriding him saying, look, we think this is from a laboratory in Wuhan. He has a secret meeting on February the 1st, and then suddenly these same scientists change their mind uh, and say there's no way it could have come from a laboratory in Wuhan. And then coincidentally, over the next two years, those same scientists received $3 billion of grants and funding from Dr. Fauci and the NIH. So uh, there is a massive cover-up going on, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. It is unfortunate. It really makes us distrust all the information that we've heard over the last two years when it comes to COVID, whether it's the masks or the vaccines or the social distancing or the case numbers that we've heard. I mean, uh, we just heard the Biden administration last week say that they want to recalculate the number of hospitalizations and deaths in the nation. That really makes us skeptical. And it's unfortunate when we have an actual pandemic with a health issue, we want to get the true information here. Right, Andy. I think to your point is America is ready to turn the page. The CDC has lost their reputation. There's nothing they can do to get it back now. But talking to, Amer- to Americans, the to Kansans, doing town halls, Kansans are ready to move on. And that's why we're introducing legislation this week to stop the emergency declaration uh, on, on COVID and take some of the power away from Dr. Fauci and away from the president. If you think about what this emergency declaration does, it empowers them to continue to fearmonger. It continues to empower them to print money, to drive up inflation, 
inflation, to pay people more to stay at home than to go back to work. And I know Kansans' heads are just exploding as they see this inflation gripping the nation. And, and again, so frustrated to see people that could be back in the workforce, but, but uh, Biden wants to pay them eighty, ninety, hundred thousand dollars $100,000 a year to not work. And it just exacerbates the supply chain bottlenecks that we see already. Yeah, it's an ongoing issue that we need to deal with at some point here. Now, you mentioned with the ending of this COVID, uh, with the legislation like this, do you think that Democrats will get on board? Many states are taking matters into their own hands. Democrat states, because they realize elections are coming up and it's an unpopular thing to still have these mandates. Do you think that the end of the declaration is going to happen here? Well, I'm afraid that Joe Biden wants to continue it. Uh, If you listen to him talk, he's right in there saying, oh, my gosh, it's uh, let, let's let's keep it going because again he wants control he wants power but I'm begging them to look at the science 95 percent of Americans have some level of immunity uh, the number of new cases is 10 percent today what it was uh, at, at the peak of this Omicron uh, virus we've got decent amount of therapeutics out there I don't see any horrible variant on the horizon for, versus we knew a couple months before. Delta got here. We knew a couple months before Omicron got here, we saw it ripping across Europe and and Africa. So I don't see anything like that out there. Uh, For the sake of this nation, we need to return back to normal. And again, the president wants to do everything he can to take your mind off of inflation, which he's responsible for. So if we get rid of this declaration of emergency, I think we can start addressing some of the inflation issues. That was going to be my next question with this inflation rate. I mean, we're seeing six and a half, seven, seven and a half percent inflation year over year, which is absolutely insane. I mean, we're going back to the Jimmy Carter eras here. And uh, ending the declaration is going to be one big major step. Getting people back to work is going to be one big major step. But could we see inflation lower by the end of the year? Because I'm hearing that we couldn't even see it lower until maybe next year or the year after. Well, Andy, I'm afraid we've got a year of inflation. Uh, maybe it'll stabilize and not be in- increasing as much, but inflation is going to be here for a good year, if not lot longer. And you know, just to bring it home, uh, I've got four children, uh, three grandsons, and one on the way here. And three of my four kids have called me in the past week saying, Dad, I can't believe my utility bill has doubled. <laughs> Dad, uh, I can't find an apartment, and they're so expensive uh, to, to rent. There's just not even any available. Or, or Dad, can you, do you know how much gasoline is at the pump? Uh, so, it, so this is a Biden tax. Inflation is a Biden tax created by Joe Biden's policy. The average American family is $275 tax each month right now. And if you're a middle-income American, low-income American, you're a senior that's living paycheck to paycheck. $275 is a lot of money. The average Social Security check a senior gets in this country is around $1,600. So when you, if you're losing $275 of that to the Biden tax, that's a significant chunk of change. Yeah, it's unfortunate. We're talking with U.S. Senator Roger Marshall here from the great state of Kansas. Uh, last couple questions before we have to let you go. I know you're a busy guy, but uh, let's talk about trying to get the economy back up and going. They've tried to ramp through the Build Back Better plan. They failed miserably on that one. They tried to extend some of the child tax credits. That failed miserably. They tried to do the election bill. That failed miserably. What's on the slate right now in the Senate because of such a narrow margin in that filibuster that you guys are hanging on to right now? Are they trying to extend this Build Back Better? Are they trying to revisit some crazy spending packages? What's on the slate currently? Well, you know, a, a couple of things. Of course, uh, Chuck Schumer is incompetent. We were supposed to vote on a post office reform that would have guaranteed that we'd have six days of delivered mail in, in Kansas. 
uh, and, and fixing some of their financial issues. But Nancy Pelosi sent over the wrong bill. Can you imagine that? They sent over the wrong bill. So we have nothing to do this week, I, I mean, relative to what the plan was. So we're up here voting on a few nominees. Oh, by the way, the government's funding runs out uh, uh, this week as well. But, you know, I've not had one Kansan say, oh, my gosh, we're so worried if the government uh, it closes down. Matter of fact, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe we could save some money if the government would close down for a couple of days. Uh, wow. So we'll get through that little hiccup as well. And then I think, again, back to this, uh, the, the, the declaration of emergency is as long as Biden's got that on board, he can try to do more build back better. So they use that as, as a shield to say, look, we've got to do more. We need to spend more money on all these different social issues. They want to grow the government, big government socialism, and they're going to use that COVID as an excuse. Amen. Last question before we let you go, but the Freedom Convoy going on up in Canada right now, did that have any influence with you guys wanting to end the emergency declaration right now on, uh, on COVID issues? And do you think that that's been kind of a beacon of a recognition that many people are frustrated with this, some, uh, some of this garbage? You know, I, I think it's a, a great flagship to just say how much uh, Americans, in this case Canadians and Americans, are frustrated with the situation. I think that's why you're seeing some purple states and even some blue states uh, draw back some of their their uh, mandates as well. So sometimes we live with our head in the in the sand up here like ostriches, but we've all seen that happening. And I hope they come to Washington. I hope. And by the way, I hope the motor- motorcyclers uh, join them. I hope my tractor people join them. I mean, think about the cost of fertilizer and inflation, all these things being driven by by Joe Biden as well. So we it is it's got everyone's attention, and I sure salute those people that are willing to stand up for their freedoms. Well, God bless you for fighting for it uh, for our front there in Washington D.C. You've been doing a great job, and we love everything you're doing. It's Senator Roger Marshall from the state of Kansas. We appreciate the time, my friend. Thank you, Andy. Have a great week. There it is. That was U.S. Senator Roger Marshall. We sat down with him earlier today. Always a great guest to have on the program, a great friend. We love him to death. We'll get him on again here real soon. We'll take a break. We'll recap what he had to say and a heck of a lot more. Powering through a midweek celebration here on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at network at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at hoosierreason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at network at gmail.com or find our contact information at hoosierreason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Dan Bongino Show. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back to the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Uh, optimism, right? Thanks again to U.S. Senator Roger Marshall coming on the program. And he's been all over Fox News, all over Newsmax, all over all the big conservative outlets talking about what he's doing. He has been a vital, vital fighter in Washington, D.C. for us in the Senate. And God bless him for that. I love him to death. He's a great friend here in the home state of Kansas where I'm based out of with our flagship station, and we'll get him on the show again soon. But it sounds like we could be ending the declaration at the federal level. Many Democrats probably getting on board with it. I would be surprised if at least some of them don't get on board with it to support moving into the next uh, couple weeks or the next month, whenever they end up proposing this in Congress. Joe Biden's not going to like it, especially now that we have news from the FDA that they want to inoculate as many people as as possible and try and get an annual shot going as a mandatory thing. I don't know how you regulate that. You're just going to have your medical card walking around with you all the time. Hey, it's that time of year. It's like you're a car registration. You can have a sticker on yourself. Be like, you know, I see that you didn't get your shot for this year. We only got it from last year. Therefore, you you can't come to work today. You just can't do it. You can't just function in society. Can't go to the grocery store. Your ticket of your annual shot has been expired. You need to get that renewed. Is that what we're up against now? Now, most of the mandates have been shut down statewide, even uh, in Democrat states where they realize that it's an unpopular thing and that midterm elections are right around the corner, hoping, again, that you're going to forget about the majority of this by the end of the year because, well, hey, I mean, we have short attention and memory spans in politics, so therefore if we just leave it go now, we let it slide away, we let it fade off into the distance, we bring up another issue, probably something about Donald Trump, then you'll be focused on that, and that way we can just get away with whatever we've done for the last two years. You won't remember it, and then we can just go about our business and say that we're really for you you as the individual and about the freedom that you get to enjoy. Now, it's not going to happen. So we need to pass this now. And I wouldn't be surprised if many Democrats get on board to support the ending of the emergency declaration, which really does put the Biden administration into a bad, a bad spot between the rock and the hard place. You don't want to impose your will on people going into an election because you want them to like you. So you want to support it on that front. At the same time, if you do that, you recognize that COVID isn't as bad at least now than what it was or what you're trying to sell people because the media is still saying that it's the worst thing in the world that we're all dying from this thing that we need to get this annual shot now we're talking about uh shots for infants and newborns give me a break man give me a break especially if you're a newborn can we just use a little bit of common sense and reality here if the mother got the shot or if she has already a natural immunity from getting covid and, and surviving it heaven forbid we do that with a 99 percent success rate if you already have that and you're still breastfeeding a newborn child you're getting the antibodies into the baby this is basic common sense. That's why for at least the first six months a mommy is supposed to be doing that for her newborn child because 
of the natural immune system, the natural antibodies that she's putting into the, along with nutrients and everything else. But the natural antibodies to fight off infections, to fight off disease, to fight off certain things, they don't have an immune system until whatever, one years old or whatever it is. So it comes from mom. But now we're going to give them shots because apparently the natural immunity handed off from mother, whether she got the vaccine or whether she got it naturally, that's not good enough now. This is a level of insanity that we've never seen before. And this is literally when they try and say follow the science. This is literally saying, all right, science, we're going to crumple you up as science and toss you away. Which, by the way, that was my entire notes for the show. <laughs> that's what we do on this program because we don't care. We just wing it as we go. But that's what they're essentially saying. Here's the science. We're going to rip it up. We're going to tear it up. We're going to redefine science to benefit us now. And we're going to say, hey, newborn, we're going to give you a shot. And oh, by the way, everybody else, you're going to get a shot every single year. The insanity needs to stop now. And I love it. I'm not aware of any caravan going on here, in not in Kansas, but in the United States all over. I'm not aware of any type of freedom convoy. I know what's going on in Canada, obviously. Are we doing one in the U.S.? Could we add truckers? Could we add motorcyclists? Could we add combines driving down the road to Washington, D.C. from all over the country? That would be awesome. That would be awesome if we could do something like that. I'd love to see it. Let's make something like that happen. What do you say? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right you are. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us today on a midweek celebration, the greatest day of the entire week. That's right. I'm the eternal optimist you've been looking for your whole life. (laughs) Welcome back into the show. Waiting on the call from uh, Billy Prempa, congressional candidate for the state of New Jersey. He'll be talking about some... Uh, Black History Month, along with trying to reach minority communities on conservative values. Uh, I know he was doing an interview before this interview, so he could call in at any time. We'll be waiting for that call. If not, we have plenty to talk about because, again, we have one-hour content that we try to cram in with, like, five hours worth of content into one hour. So we do the best we can trying to cram that 10 pounds reason into that five-pound bag, trying to make it happen each and every day because... I'm sorry, I thought this was America. That's right. I thought (laughs) we're American. That's what we're all about. Let's get into what's trending for the day. What do you say? What's trending today? So I got to give her credit. She's officially uh, made her 
uh, response and gave a response to the attacks about the Durham investigation as Hillary Clinton has uh, responded back, talking about the latest Russian collusion issues. I don't feel no ways tired. Oh, wait a second. I come too far. Wait a second. From where I started from, nobody told me that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was her trying to reach the black community because she's so in tune with communities. That's, I mean, this is a lady, remember, that had to take classes on how to relate to her constituents because she is such a crazy, wild, radical, socialist elitist. She has no clue how to reach her constituents, so she had to take classes, and apparently she had to take um, dialect classes as well to try and get the lingo down to try and reach certain crowds. So they're like, yeah, she sounds like us. That sounds wonderful. Let's vote for her. No, she did come out and actually respond to the Durham incident where she tweeted. She didn't do an interview or anything. She just sent a tweet because the world revolves around the tweeting nowadays, apparently, on social media. Here's what she had to say earlier today. Trump and Fox News are desperately spinning up a fake scandal to distract from his real ones. What? So, according to her, it's a day that ends in Y. The more he misdeeds, the more his misdeeds are exposed, the more they lie. For those interested in reality, here's a good debunking of their latest nonsense. Now, we'll read the issue in the article in just a second. We'll see what they actually had to say. It's from Vanity Fair. So, I mean, I guess you can get as much uh, stuff from Vanity Fair on actual information as you can with the tabloid sitting next to the grocery store aisle as you're checking out and being like, uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie have had a third alien baby. Is that but Trump and Fox are desperately spinning up a fake scandal to distract from his real ones, so it's a day that ends in why. Just like during the investigation about what happened in Benghazi, this is her saying, At what at this point, what does it really matter? That's exactly what she's saying in this tweet right now. It doesn't matter, they're lying. Now, I don't know if you've seen it. If not, I highly recommend it. There's a documentary out there from Dinesh D'Souza who uh, really talked about the Clintons and the Obamas based on the different documentaries that they've had. But Hillary's America really talked about the scandalous, um, uh, what you want to call it, scandals, I guess, or the uh, mob-like mentality or the... Uh, fraud that they commit on other, other individuals where you do things, and then when you get caught, you blame somebody else. And then you say that you're in the clear. This has been going on for years. We know it's been going on for years. The Clintons themselves and the Clinton Foundation has been a scandalous foundation for years, and it's been something that's been an issue for a long, long, long time. So when we hear about Hillary Clinton wanting to ensure her victory in the presidential election and wanting to fraud Donald Trump into saying that he's colluding with Russia, for us on the conservative end of the aisle, we're like, duh, makes sense. But now we have proof. Now, there's the Vanity Fair article, which is obviously, again, Vanity Fair. How much information are you really going to get from Vanity Fair? It's a far left-wing opinion article uh, from a far left-wing opinion news site, quote-unquote. I use that in very loosey-goosey air quotes right now with news site with Vanity Fair. Here's the headline. You'll never believe it, but Hillary Clinton did not, in fact, spy on Trump's White House. And less breaking news. This is still, by the way, the article. And less breaking news. Donald Trump remains a moron. I know what you're thinking. Wow, this is very straight line, just laced uh, uh, a journalistic opinion, non-opinionated article writing, right? (laughs) I know that's what you're thinking right now. You'll never believe it, but Hillary Clinton did not, in fact, spy on Trump's White House. That's how the Hannity Fair 
or Vanity Fair uh, article is headlined, and that's what Hillary Clinton attached to her tweet saying that Trump and Fox News are desperately spinning up a fake scandal to distract from his real ones. Let me ask you a question. What would be the purpose in any way, shape, or form right now at this time to be creating a scandal against Hillary Clinton and to defend Donald Trump? Donald Trump, as of right now, is not running for president of the United States. I don't know if it would be a good idea for Donald Trump to run for president of the United States. That's another discussion for another time. I love Donald Trump. That would be awesome if he did. But are they going to do the same thing they did last election? They're still talking about him in a very negative manner while there's a new guy in office right now that has nothing to do with Donald Trump. But yet that's still the main focus of the media because they have nothing else to talk about and nothing positive to talk about from the Biden administration. So what would be the purpose of this investigation outside of hey, there's something really funky going on here. Maybe we should look into it. I mean, I guess it could be trying to clear the name of Republicans. Maybe. But why would that matter? Republicans believe what they believe. That really doesn't matter. And candidates that are running in the name of Trump, I'm going to fulfill Trump's destiny. I'm going to fight the same way Trump did. I'm going to do what Trump did. Those people don't care. And the voters and supporters of those people don't care about it. We want to find the truth. And the truth is, there was zero, and I repeat, zero evidence of any collusion between Trump and Russia throughout the entire thing. Through two different impeachment processes against Donald Trump, there was zero evidence, and I mean zero, like not even like a hair at the murder scene that showed anything that related him to be at the scene of the crime in any way, shape, or form about regarding a collusion between Trump and Russia. Nothing. Nada. It was a dossier that was handed to the FBI, which we found out all of it was completely debunked. It had no actual sources other than just anonymous people giving tips that came covertly without actually giving their identities. So we had just obscure, just random, hey, I heard this through the grapevine. Here's what I think happened. And we impeached a president based on political grounds for it for four years straight, trying to stop him in every way, shape, or form. That's a little sketchy for some. Then we have actual evidence where we're starting to see a tracing of, I don't know, bank accounts being able to run, phone conversations, emails, text messages. We're starting to see actual evidence where they created it themselves. They forged it. They handed it to the FBI. It was accepted that way through co- through corrupt individuals there. And now we're starting to see this and tying in all the bows. Again, I said yesterday on the program, just like your gra- grandma and your mom always used to say, never try to lie because the truth always comes out in the end. Well, guess what? The truth is coming out in the end. And the only way that Hillary Clinton has ever known how to deal with an is- incident like this would be to lie would be to try to refocus again. Donald Trump's evil in an evil Nazi fascist, and he's probably working with the Russians. Fox News is just a bunch of Fox News crap and just misinformation, so you should never pay attention to them because if you can disassociate and if you can belittle their credibility and dismember their credibility altogether, then no one will listen. So even if they are spouting the truth, who cares? No one will be paying attention because you spread misinformation, so therefore you're irrelevant in the conversation. This is a typical liberal talking point, and that's what they always do. You are completely irrelevant. You are a racist. You have a bad background of doing terrible things. You said something really offensive to me that I really don't like. Or you said something that I don't agree with that I don't think is actually real. Therefore, everything you say is irrelevant. It's a horrible way to debate, which is why we don't have actual dialogue and debate in society anymore. And I would love to get left-wingers and progressives and socialists on the show to talk and try and defend any of this. 
defend the Biden administration, defend Hillary Clinton, try and say their peace. I would love that. They won't come on. And you know me, I'm a nice guy. I'm an eternal optimist. I'm kind of a go-along, get-along kind of guy. I've had progressives and Democrats on my show before many times. And when they're on, I give them all the respect, and they have the floor to say whatever they want to. We can spar. We can have some fun. We can debate. And the only time that I will silence you if you try to talk over me or not answer the question. But floor's yours, baby. Do whatever you want. You can email me, who's your media network at gmail.com. Defend Hillary Clinton. Why is it always Trump and Fox that you have to divert to? Look at them. They're so evil. Don't look at me over here. Because that's her only tactic. She can't debate it. She can't argue it. She can't defend it. She can't try to deny it in any way, shape, or form outside of they're evil over there. Look over there because don't look at me. At what point does it really matter? According to Hillary Clinton, who cares if people died in Benghazi? Who cares if Donald Trump got framed and got impeached twice for something that he never did because of a fake scandal that was actually created to politicize him? By the way, that he still overcame and won in the in the general election in 2016, which is why we heard the rumors of her like overthrowing tables and you know throwing chairs and saying she was going to go to jail and uh, so angry because no one, if you remember all the way back when, no one thought Donald Trump was going to win that election, even her. And now, years later, yeah, we're still investigating because the truth always comes out in the end. And if all you have, if all you have is a Vanity Fair opinion article and an opinion column from Vanity Fair trying to say, guess what, Donald Trump's still an idiot, then you know what? That shows that you probably don't have a whole lot of evidence on your side to prove otherwise. But she tries to play it off. Ha, 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 ha. Don't worry about it. There's nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. This is so funny and lighthearted. It's such a weird conspiracy theory. <laughs> I apologize. I had to put you through that sound effect. But it really kind of drives home the point, doesn't it? It's wild. And you know what's going to happen? The media will, uh, the mainstream media, the little that will actually cover this, will bring up that tweet, laugh it off. It'll be a 30-second news bit, and then they move on to something else about Russia and how Joe Biden's saving the day over there right now because Democrats apparently have such a great relationship with Russia, except for Donald Trump, who colluded with them. <laughs> yeah, so they'll go back to that. They'll talk about how he's the great saving piece, and the convoy going up in Canada right now is evil and racist and has a bunch of Confederate flags or something. Because there's no news, there's no straight information, which goes back to our conversation a while ago as well, where social media is kind of where we have to get it, unfortunately, because these guys lie through their teeth and then blow off actual information. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, by the way, we are getting more followers on the Getter. If you want to get the Getter, if you have Getter, you can find us on there at Hoosier Reason. That's H-O-O-S-E-R Reason. Also on the Tweety, we do have still Twitter. I got to get verified for all these things, too, because I guess the nice little check mark next to us does help. I I thought I was, but apparently not. So we got to get verified on there. But we are on the Getter. We're on the Tweety. So the progressives can like me on Twitter. Conservatives can like me on the getter. It doesn't really matter. We're also on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, and uh, Our Freedom Book, TikTok. We have been making some TikTok videos, again, at Hoosier Reason, all of them with the same handle on there, at Hoosier Reason. You can follow us on TikTok. Trying to make it, I haven't done it in the last day or two, but and trying to make a daily video on TikTok to talk about one of the topical issues, promote the show on one of the things we're going to talk about during the program, and uh, kind of bring some other content to younger generations that may not hear this content because if they're on TikTok, they're probably not getting the most conservative content out there. Uh, More people are slowly getting on there. So if you don't have it, it's totally cool. But if the ones that are already on there, they need to hear the content because if they don't from us, then where else are they going to get it? I've realized in a very short time frame that, you know, as the millennial that I am, uh, although I have learned that unless you do it yourself, it's probably not going to get done. That's just the way it is. That happens in life right now with the work ethic of some of the younger, not all of them by any means, but some of them, you just realize that if you want something done, you just have to go do it. So if you want content being spread to new crowds and trying to expand conservative brains in new ways, or at least, you know, make them provoke their thought process a little bit and create some cognitive thinking going on with the younger generations, we got to reach them on their platforms, which would be TikTok and Instagram and, and, uh, getter and, Everything else that's out there. I hate social media, too. That's the hard part. I had to keep up with all that. It's so difficult. But we're here, and that's what we do. So welcome into the program as uh, last couple of minutes here. I want to shift gears because I read this, and I thought it was a joke. i got to be honest. I thought this was a fabrication. It was a joke that maybe it was a satire piece from, like, Babylon B to <laughs> try and create some type of driven content. But it's actually real because it's from Reuters, which I guess you could take that for granted and take it with a grain of salt. But it's from Reuters. Here's the headline I want to read you. First off, can we do our, what is it? Let's find our odd news of the day. Can we please? Oh, here we go. That works. This is appropriate, I think. All right. Here we go. Headline for the day, according to Reuters. Migrants are sewing their mouths shut in quest for Mexico passage to the U.S. border. 
Let me think about that one for a second. Yeah. Let me read that again. Migrants are sewing their mouths shut in quest uh, to get into Mexico, to travel through Mexico to get to the U.S. border. Now, after some, obviously, some yelling and screaming and angry mobsters and, you know, the way that we've actually worked with Mexico, they're finally starting to recognize, hey, maybe we shouldn't allow them to travel through our country of Mexico to get to the U.S. border because the U.S. border is not wanting to allow them in as much as we used to. Well, Take that back. We're under the Biden administration now. But they're wanting to slowly revert back to Trump policies without letting people know they're reverting back to Trump policies. So right now we have the U.S. border that's really trying to get locked down, even though we're not really locking it down. And the Mexican government not wanting people just lingering in their uh, country, traveling through it, you know, just on a nice little jolly vacation because of all the issues they're having. So what's happening now is they're trying to keep Central Americans from crossing into the Mexican border and then coming up through into the U.S. border. But because of the atrocity of the federal government in Mexico, why they would deny them to be able to travel through in a nice caravan, nice lighted way with, you know, uh, cartels and children and people, you know, that are deprived of everything. Like, how dare you deprive them of traveling through your country? So in a staged protest, probably run by crazy political activists on helpless individuals who are just desperate to do something with their life, they're sewing, literally with a you know needle and plastic and strings and everything, sewing their lips shut and their mouth shut, and then leaving a little gaping hole for water and to pat down the blood that comes out. Because it's a protest. According to Reuters, quote, the migrants are sewing their lips together as a sign of protest. As uh, an activist said in the demonstration, we hope that the National Migration Institute can see that they are bleeding and that they are human beings. I'm doing it for my daughter, said one of them from Venezuela. She's not eaten anything in the last few hours, and I see no solution from the authorities. Authorities. I am a victim. You need to take care of me 110%. I am a helpless human being that can't survive on my own. Government, please help me. And in a protest of you not helping me, I will sew my mouth shut until you do. These are sick individuals, I tell you. That's sick people in the world. That does it for us today. Podcast up in just a little bit. We'll be back at it tomorrow with a whole other line of guests. Until then. Be your own voice of reason. It's time to speak up, speak out, speak loud, speak proud, speak the truth, and always speak some reason. This is The Voice of Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.